Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, The Mass, stay on. Also, the V-Team takes a look at an historic inauguration. And is Congressman Mo Brooks under investigation? He's sitting here at this table. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. to the voice of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by research guru extraordinaire, Susan Britt, and Josh Moon, columnist and investigative reporter at APR. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hi. Well, it was an historic week. Uh, President Joe Biden was sworn in, so was Vice President Kamala Harris, the first female vice president, also first vice president of black and South Asian heritage. Josh, I think that most Americans, not all, but most Americans, were very moved by the ceremonies, the pomp and circumstance, and the return to normalcy that we saw on January 20th. Yeah, it was like a... It's like you've been carrying a weight for a long time, you know, and you just get able to kind of set the weight down for a little while. And, uh, yeah, no, it was nice, a nice exhale, a nice collective exhale for the country uh, to kind of get normalcy back into government. And, you know, no matter what you thought of Trump, I mean, at the very least, I think we can all uh, we can all agree that he was not normal. Uh, you know, whatever, however you want to assign not normal. Uh, but it was not a normal presidency for, by any stretch of the imagination. And it was just, you know, at a time, especially in the news business, it was so overwhelming you know yeah. just every day there was something else you know and so it would be nice for us to get this normalcy back in and maybe not hear from joe biden for six weeks or so uh, would be pretty yeah. awesome i'd say susan i know uh you and charlie and beth and a number of women were uh, on on uh instant message mm-hmm. during that time and you were particularly moved by Kamala Harris. I was. I was. She's a lady of grace and and very professional. Uh, she moved into the position of, and I'm, I'm not going to cry again, Vice President of the United States for women across America. This is a huge step. There are so many children now, like Andy Lou, Josh, that will never know a time when a woman wasn't able to rise to that level of power. Yeah, no, you're right, and uh, and that that that's a very very important step, and uh, you know it was it was nice to see. I mean, it was just 
you know, I think the, the one thing we've learned after the last four years is the, the nonsense that we used to hear about a woman being too emotional to, to uh, go to such a high office was just complete mm-hmm. hogwash uh, because you couldn't have gotten any more emotional than the last four. Uh, but it, it's, you know, it really, we should have gotten here long before now. Uh, well, first of all, we should have gotten here four years ago, but we, we should have gotten here long before this. There have been many qualified women, much more qualified than the men who've held that office. And, you know, looking at what some of the men have done to that office, I don't think, you know, I think we would have been a, a whole hell of a lot better off to have them in there. One of the things that I that was struck by is on January 20th, before the uh, inauguration ceremony, uh, Senate Leader Mitch McConnell and House Minority Leader uh, Kevin McCarthy, both Democrats, attended mass with Joe Biden. You know, I, I, I just... I. I don't know how other people felt, but I felt really good about seeing a devout president actually starting his day in church, even with the opposition, members of the opposition party, Susan. Uh, Yeah, it it felt really good. I mean, there comes a time to bring out your swords for the Democrats or the Republicans. And there comes a time, like on Inauguration Day, and, and, and well, most of the time, unless they're on the floor, to lay those swords down. And let's all just act like civilized humans and try to work together to better the country. You know, uh, the one of the more moving parts, Joe, I mean, uh, uh, Josh, I have, I have Joe Biden on the brain right now, <laughs> uh, is that at the laying of the wreath of the unknown soldier, President Joe Biden was joined by uh, President Barack Obama, uh, George George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton. And they spoke candidly about their willingness, both Democrat and Republican, to help this new administration succeed. Yeah, you know, it's it's nice to see, you know, the... Uh, the statesmanship, I guess you'd say, to you know, to kind of return a little bit here and it not be uh, this ridiculous reality show of, of you know, evil versus whatever, uh, you know, and, and so it, it was nice to see that, you know, I was, I was much more impressed with later in the day when uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell became Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, <laughs> but uh, 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 so, uh, but listen, I, you know, I, and I'll say this: it's nice. It's a nice picture. It's a nice uh, thing to to say. Uh, I appreciate Joe Biden and what he what he wants to accomplish and what he believes he can accomplish in unifying the country. Uh, but he's got a big hurdle in in Mitch McConnell and the and the Republicans that spent you know the eight years of the Obama administration blocking everything that they did. Uh, and, and basically being speed bumps to anything, any sort of progress. I think uh, Joe Biden has an opportunity at this point to move forward with a mandate that the country has given him, and I hope that he pushes forward as fast as he can go. Well, uh, not everyone, Susan, was happy on Inauguration Day. I mean, we, we live in a democratic republic in which there can only be one winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe that Joe Biden was that winner. There has been no evidence to the contrary of these false allegations of voter fraud and widespread spread corruption. But people are going to believe that. And there is nothing you can do to change their minds. I mean, this is just the part. But I think we would all be remiss, and the government especially, in dismissing the fact that President Trump did secure 74 million votes, mm-hmm. and those people have issues and concerns. Yes, elections 
have consequences, but I'm afraid right now uh, the Democrats and the Republicans have a different idea of what unity means. Yeah, that, that's concerning to me because it, they're so divided and the country's so divided right now on this issue that it's going to take a long time to repair that damage, to repair that tear in our country. Uh, it's going to take a lot of brave people doing a lot of very hard things yep. to get that back together. Well, well Senator Tommy, you know, se go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry, I was just going to say, you know, 74 million people believe that because the the president and a bunch of Republicans told them that the, the election was fraudulent and stolen, and, uh, and, and that's the reason why it led to the insurrection. And so, uh, you know, I understand that they're upset. Uh, believe me, I, I know the feeling well from four years ago, all right? And uh, you know, I'm still waiting on a Republican to reach out to me and, and unify things. But, you know, that's a uh, this is where we are. You know, this is the this is the thing that the majority of the country wanted. And, you know, this is what we've got. That's the way it works. You got mm -hmm. winners and losers. Winners <laughs> take office. Losers go on vacation. All, All right. right. You're watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. You know, Josh, you brought up the insurrection and that is a dark day in our, our country's history that will not and should not ever be forgotten. Several of the rioters were from Alabama, one with weapons and Molotov cocktails. Another one uh, from is originally from uh, Montgomery, mm -hmm. William Watson, 23 years old. Uh, he, he entered with mace and a knife. Uh, and when he, he said that when he got captured, or when they, the, the investigators talked to him, uh, he said that he was there that day because they were fraudulently certifying the elections. And he, he blamed uh, right-wing commentators like uh, Alex Jones and the conspiracy bunch, saying that he was there to support patriots, to support President Trump, and support freedom. Uh, uh, the Eagle Forum this week of Alabama came out 
and did more uh, saying that, oh, it was Antifa and all this stuff. Josh, we've got these people in their own words. Susan, we got these people in their own words saying they were there to support President Trump. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I don't know what else to, to say. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know what else to do. I mean, there are also people that believe that, uh, you know, there they were Hollywood elite sucking the blood of children, and that's what President Trump was there to stop. And, I, I, you know, I don't know what you say to that. I don't know what you say to that kind of crazy, that sort of uh, dedication to uh, a fraudulent cause that they have. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, Will Watson was was born in Montgomery uh, to affluent parents uh, who live, you know, in a nice affluent neighborhood just outside of Montgomery. Um, you know, I, I, I don't. This this is the sort of thing that they've isolated themselves into this bubble of of conservative news sources that have fed them lie after lie after lie, and all of it. I, I you know, I don't know at what point. What more needs to be proven wrong for you to for you to get out of that? I don't I don't know what ha- and, needs to happen. And the point and the important point of what you just said was fed into the bubble. Yes, people do tend to get in their own bubbles, their own cliques, but then they were fed over and over all of this stuff, the lies about the election, and mm-hmm. the, even though they didn't have proof to back it up, but Trump and 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 the news organizations take responsibility as well for continuing to feed and feed and feed until these people became friends. Well, I mean, to me, these people have been radicalized, just like uh, Islamists, fundamentalists, Mm -hmm. uh, just like terrorists around the world. They've become radicalized by the idea of a charismatic uh, leader that takes them to a promised land of some sort. And I'm very disappointed that the Eagle Forum is still pushing this information. I know there's some good folks over there but this is just outrageous. Uh, we need to stop it. Uh, let's, let's move on to something that is of interest and is important. Uh, we are hearing, uh, and we have some news reporting on it, but not a lot, that there are investigations into members of Congress who may have participated in some way or another, the insurrection that occurred on January 6th. And Josh, you and I both are hearing uh, that Joe, that Mo Brooks, Congressman Mo Brooks from Huntsville, is one of those uh, 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 representatives that is under intense scrutiny for mm-hmm. his role at the rally and subsequent things that may come to light. Yeah, uh, you know, they've looked at a lot of these uh, Republican uh, Congress people that uh, for for a variety of different things, uh, you know, leading tours. Uh, giving out maps. Uh, obviously, if you've seen some of the videos, and I've watched quite a few of the videos from inside the uh, the Capitol during that right, you know the riot or insurrection, um, you know the the people are talking there back and forth, and you you can tell pretty quickly that they've got information. They know where they this was planned out. They knew where they were going. They knew where where they were supposed to be. And uh, you know a lot some of them didn't. Some of them were just there because you know they were following the crowd. But a lot of the the leaders of these groups they knew exactly where they were going. And they were trying to find people uh, and trying to find offices that they'd been given maps to. And some of the places that they went really quickly are not easy to find in that building right, uh, right. without a map or without some prior knowledge of that. And so they're pretty certain that some people uh, there participated in this and, uh, and were knowingly or unknowingly uh, gave out information that they shouldn't have been given out. Well, and we know for certain that Mo Brooks helped rile up the, the crowd and, and pointed them in the direction of the Capitol. I, I don't know what responsibility he he owes for that. But I can assure you, 
when Abby Hoffman and, and the Chicago 7, some of those guys did what they did, they were tried and convicted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yep. and I'm not sure they did what Mo Brooks did, no. and they certainly didn't raid the Capitol. Uh, but we'll <laughs> yeah. move on from that. Uh, former state lawmaker Ed Henry, who uh, pled guilty to uh, Medicare fraud in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, somewhere in that range. Uh, he was given a pardon, Susan, by President Donald Trump at the request of Tommy Tuberville. We hear others, but mm -hmm. Ed Henry, convicted felon, was pardoned. How, how appropriate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How appropriate. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a shame. You know, Ed Henry is not a guy who was wrongly convicted, who was, you know, mm -hmm. had some bad evidence or bad representation right. or anything like that. He pleaded guilty to a crime that he committed. Uh, and, you know, and then he, he supported the right guy for president. And so he got a pardon out of it. So you can cheer that if you want to, because you're a Republican and y'all happen to believe the same thing. But the guy broke the law, admitted to breaking the law. And that's why he served a two-year probation period and had to make some restitution. Uh, it yep. wasn't an accident that this happened. He stole taxpayer money. He stole hmm. taxpayer money for his own benefit out of a fund for the elderly to have health care. Seriously. I mean, listen, we have seen time and again in the state house lawmakers stand up and go on about Medicaid and Medicare fraud that mm -hmm. if a poor woman got committed $100 worth of fraud on her Medicare or Medicaid, they would want her in prison. Mm -hmm. But Ed Henry, who conspired to take tons of money out of Medicare, they just, oh, we're so glad President Trump pardon a criminal yeah it's it's a it's a it's an embarrassment to the system i mean it, you know it happens with with both parties and and i know yeah. that full well and i've never liked any one of them but it's you no. know this is a purely political pardon uh for ed henry it wasn't because he was wrongly convicted of something no, no and we can be thankful that mike hubbard's charges were state charges and not federal otherwise he'd be walking he'd be out too all right yeah. we have to leave it right there you're watching the v the voice of alabama politics we'll be right back So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Your career isn't a job. It's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At alabamaworks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now. Then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. That next paycheck is great, but it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at alabamaworks.com. A lot can change in five years, except those smile lines you treated with Bellafill because that's about how long Bellafill will keep them smooth and filled. Five years. Now you can always look your best without all those injections, appointments, and costs. Bellafill is the only dermal filler that stimulates and maintains collagen growth long-term. 
Now time is on your side. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Will Rogers once said that he did not belong to any organized political party. He was a Democrat. And Josh, there is a new lawsuit. Uh, Again. The, the Democrats are suing each other over who should be in charge. It's, it's just outrageous. Yeah, it's a new lawsuit and an old fight, and it really kind of caught a lot of people by surprise. I think that a lot of the current leadership of the Democratic Party in the state felt like this was somewhat behind them. That they felt like they had made some some overtures to the to the Joe Reed camp, and uh, they felt like things were were progressing forward. Uh, I mean, I know a couple of guys personally that that had talked, and they they felt like they were. Uh, making some progress towards kind of unifying the party, um, you know, and so, uh, but, you know, uh, read that the, the actual plaintiffs in this are Janet May and uh, uh, Mark Kennedy, and who are longtime people there and longtime allies of Joe Reed. And uh, so they've sued again over the bylaws that were put in place that they claim diminish, uh, you know, the, the influence of black voters in the party. Uh, which it doesn't. They actually introduce more black voters in this, but it's uh, you know it's the same thing, same lawsuit that was kicked out in state court. Now they're trying it in federal court, and uh, I, I think the result's going to be the same. Although it would be interesting to see what the new uh, leader of the DNC says, because you know previously with Tom Perez in charge, uh, the new party for the Alabama Democratic Party had a uh, the new leadership had support of Tom Perez in the, in the national parties, and I assume that's still going to be the case with Jamie Harrison coming in. Well, Susan, it is just a shame when <clears throat> there is an opportunity not for the Democratic Party to uh, necessarily take over the state, which, but to make some progress. Yes, to move forward yeah. instead of back in yeah. history where nothing got done, where nothing mm-hmm. was organized. The only yeah, people forward here. The only people are happy about this is the Joe Reed Group and the Republican Party of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it it is a shame. It it really is. Uh, I mean, because they did have a little bit of wind behind them at this point. They they've been able to generate some money and move it forward. And now you're looking at a situation where you're you're going to go to federal court. And you're probably going to be in front of a judge appointed by Trump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and and all your donations start to dry because they don't know what the outcome of this yeah. decision is going to be. So now they ha- now it's going to pause their donations. I mean, this is just ridiculous. I mean, this is total and absolute selfishness on the part of Kennedy and May and Joe Reed. They they just don't know how to step aside and let the next generation lead, and they should. Mm-hmm. Governor Ivey this week extended the mask ordinance as she should and the encouraging people to stay at, at a distance and follow the guidelines. Susan, our, our hospitals, the ICU beds last week, there was only 39 beds left statewide. Out of 1,600. Wow, wow. Mm. Out of wow. 1,600. Uh, yeah. One of the most startling, uh, go ahead, Josh. I was just gonna say, it's just, you know, we, we continue down the same path and man, we we better we better hope we get this vaccine ramped up in a hurry because I, we're gonna have a ton more deaths if we don't. Mm-hmm. Well, and the problem is, you know, I, I know that Dr. Harris said at the same press conference that one of the problems was we didn't have enough vaccine, mm-hmm. but we've only used maybe 40% of the 
of the vaccine. So that means 60% of the vaccine mm -hmm. is sitting on the shelf. Susan, we know people that vaccinate people for a living. Yeah. Millions. Thousands of them a day. A day. And a we day. Can, and we can't get it done here in Alabama. And yes, it's improving. And yes, there are reasons. But I hear more excuses than good reasons. Yeah. And it's because you don't have somebody kicking butt and telling folks, look, we're gonna, this is the plan. This is this is the way mm -hmm. we're gonna move it from here to here. Once it gets there, this is the way it's gonna be handled. This is the way it's gonna be administered, da 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 da. There is no master plan here. We don't need a doctor, we need a general. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, if there was a kickback program where the where somebody got paid for administering doses of this thing, I, we'd be out of them by now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's just sad that we've only used some 40% and people are dying. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. the excuses we're getting back out of, you know, ADHP is that, oh, well, they're just not sending us enough. No, you're not getting them in the arms of yeah. people, the ones you already have. And, and there's other problems with reporting and that type yeah, of thing that can easily, easily, easily be fixed, but they're just not getting it done. Uh, we, we do have a... Uh, I say an idea for opening session, Josh. There's an idea that's not necessarily a plan, uh, Susan. And that is a uh, session starts on February 2nd. They're going to uh, uh, basically uh, quarantine themselves and let the public then, you know, get in some rooms and watch it on TV. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. And, you know, like you have to have an appointment if you're a lobbyist or somebody in public. You have to make an appointment with the legislator to see them. I think in the Senate, you can see them in their office, but in the House, you have to go into a special room to see them, if they'll see you at all. Now, I haven't heard anything about the press in here. It's not being generally mentioned, but we are a part of the process. So they need to figure out exactly how we're gonna fit into this or they'll be, they'll be uh, violating the Constitution. Well, they're letting people in the door, Josh. It's just, mm -hmm. you can't get to the lawmakers, basically. Well, it's, uh, like it's nice it. of them to not think of us, um, and, and also <laughs> nice of them to quarantine themselves. Uh, but, it, you know, I'll say this. Um, I, one thing I do kind of like about this is that there you have to make an appointment if you're a lobbyist to see any lawmaker because somebody's got to write that down, and that's all public record. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only reason I like for lobbyists to meet with some of the lawmakers is because some of our lawmakers are so clueless they need lobbyists to tell them what's really that's going true. on. You know. Yeah, that's true. I, I've, I've said a lot of times, I'd, people complain about the lobbyists, but at this point in time, I'm not sure that I wouldn't rather have the lobbyists in charge. Yeah. Right. Listen, I'm sitting in committee meetings where I've watched a lawmaker get up and introduce a bill he sponsored, and he was talking about the wrong bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't get the talking I mean, I, and points. I, we've all watched them walk to the back of the room and talk to the lobbyists about the you know questions that they've been asked about the bill that they're introducing. So yeah, okay. it's a you know uh, it's it's a it's a crazy show, man. It's a crazy show. And, and, and all fairness, they don't have the type of staff that they need to do this. So no. in that sense, the lobbyists start by reading the bills. <laughs> yeah. you you were really asking for a lot. I read the bills. <laughs> Yeah. Josh right. reads the bills. You, yeah. well, they, they, you know, they vote on them. They might take a, at least yeah, a pass but, but the summary. But you want them to read something and then understand it. I mean, oh, okay, I didn't say understand it. Well, yeah. there you go. If we put more All pictures right. in there, I think we'd be better off. More pictures, uh, maybe a coloring book. Right? <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to leave it right there. You've been watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we 
Watch them. <laughs>